Welcome to the Kid Next Door podcast, inspirational stories of compassion from the rising generation. We invite you to put yourself in the story, to use your wonder and imagination to dream up small or big acts of kindness you can offer the world. This is the Kid Next Door podcast. And this episode is sponsored by Slingshot. Slingshot is a nonprofit that helps young people build resilience, uncover and pursue their professional passions, and develop networks of people that can help them along the journey, ultimately helping them answer the inevitable question, what do I do with my life? Slingshot does this through programs in high schools, colleges, and direct coaching models. And soon, they'll even have an online course. You can learn more about them and their founder's book, Be More Like You, at helloslingshot.org. Now let's meet the Kid Next Door. Hey everybody, welcome to the Kid Next Door podcast. I'm with my new friend... Sindhu. In the house. And I'm going to put this microphone right in your mouth. Because it works the best. Sweet. Um, Sindhu, we found you on Facebook. And you're here, you're sitting here. Yes. Um, and we're going to talk about compassion. Um, so why don't we start off with, um, Sindhu, how old are you? I'm 14 years old. And then what does compassion mean to you? I think to me, compassion means being empathetic towards others and not judging them based on whatever their circumstances are. Like, for example, a lot of people assume that homeless people did something bad to get themselves in that situation, like drugs or whatever it is, but it could really be anything including like trauma, lack of mental health resources, and um, inflation prices for homes and things like that. But you can't judge someone just because of where they are in life. And even if they did make a bad choice, we all make mistakes in life and we just have to move on and grow from them and not make those mistakes again. And compassion means just caring for others regardless of what they might have gone through and just being there for someone, even if you don't know them. Wow, being there for somebody because that's an action. So empathy is important, but if you're just sad for somebody and don't take action and understanding, it sounds like you've taken some action in understanding somebody's story. Is that important? Why is that important? Well, like I said, you should never judge someone based on where they were because there are experiences in life that shape us and shape who we become. And just because something happened to someone, we can't just have our whole narrative of them as that. And we should have an open mindset of people and just not judge anyone for who they are and just be kind regardless. This is why we do the Kid Next Door podcast, because that is a beautiful way to say it. Understanding somebody's story is so important. So what stories have shaped you into the person that you are today? So there are a lot of experiences that I have gone through that have shaped me as who I am. Like I'll be talking about it in my next TED talk in like a week or two next week. And um, that she's, TED- she's being modest. She's doing a <laughs> TED talk in New York City next week. Amazing. <laughs> and it's about it's called the art of rewriting your story, sharpening your mindset. Mm. And it's about how there's going to be negative obstacles and negative things in our life, but we can't let them break us down and we have to get back up and learn from them and grow from them because then we'll become better people and better versions of ourselves. And also good things will come our way if we never give up and be persistent. Oh, I love that. What is something that you've had to overcome? Um, Yeah, that just kind of made you who you are. Throughout my life, I've gone through a lot of discrimination and Mm. different 
um, things like that. For example, when I was just like a little girl, when I was in fourth grade or when I was four years old, there was a girl at recess who would tell others not to play with me just because I wasn't white. Wow. And um, at that time, like, I didn't even know what to think. I was just four years old. But there's different experiences throughout my life, and it still continues sometimes today. But I stopped letting it affect me and bringing me down. But instead of being a bigger person, I decided wow. to be a bigger person than they wow. were. What, why did you make that switch? of not letting it affect you and how did you do that yeah the way we narrate our lives and our experiences is really important and the way we um, have our mindset is also really important so after a while after i've gone through a lot of experiences uh, the turning point for me was last year there was a girl on the bus who pulled my hair and pushed me mm. out of my seat just because i was sitting next to her because we had a full bus for school and um, that was just my turning point. I, I was done letting people control my life in that way. Wow. So I wrote an email to her and saying that's not okay and that I'm not going to take it anymore. And she apologized. She gave oh. me a hug and we're fine now. And she she kind of did that ever since second grade, things like that. Mm -hmm. But we're good now. And experiences like that is what like made me just be done with it instead of being so stuck on this is what happened to me. My life is like this. I decided to change my narrative and my mindset and grow as a person and as a human wow. being. Wow. Thank you for sharing that story. I'm at, and how does that make you feel? It like feels, being able to let it go. Yeah, it feels good to know that you have moved on and you've grown from those experiences. And without those experiences, I might not be the person who I was today. So I'm grateful for them in a way that I've been able to learn and grow from them. Wow. I was just talking to my friend in the car. That's why I was a little bit late. We had to drive way up to Canada almost. Um, and we were talking about that exact same thing. So that's weird that we're talking about it now. But those experiences that shape us, that those past narratives can almost dictate our future. Because if we um, say couldn't do something well, like we couldn't read or couldn't do math well as a younger kid, got punished for that, or you felt stupid, that narrative can carry on throughout your whole life and you don't go for things, you don't take chances. Do you kind of, yeah, does that resonate? Yeah, like the more negative you talk about yourself, your mindset, it's kind of, it's going to come true at one point or the other if you keep being negative. But if wow. you have a positive mindset and a growth mindset, you will grow like you literally can't not. Yeah. When something like that happens, what is some, because it's, it's not like it's not going to happen. We're going to get hurt. Like I showed you my Moana people in here. Um, what, what is kind of, are there visuals that you go through on how do you let it go? Yeah, I don't know. I know I know that wasn't any of the questions, but yeah, what is your process in when somebody does something mean or unkind? Yeah. Well, I try not to react badly to the situation at hand because that'll just escalate things and make it worse, but instead I sometimes respond right away saying that's not right and that you shouldn't do that or like I said, I email that girl yeah. later. I will eventually, I mean, it hurts. It's not like it doesn't hurt, sure. but you just need to let it go because you need to look at the positive things and good things in your life because if you're always focused on the negative, then that's what's going to fill your brain and you just need to be positive about things because good things will happen. Wow. Fill your brain with good things because really when you break it down, um, Sindhu, is it like we choose to think about negative things? 
why can't we choose to think about positive things in the midst of, you know, all that's going on in the world? Yeah, I think it's easy if something bad happens to us, we're so stuck up and caught on it. But we all have good things in our life and we need to be grateful for what we have rather than always comparing ourselves to someone else or what someone else has. Because there's always going to be people that have more or less than us, but we really just need to be happy with what we have and who we are. Jeez. Happy with what we have and who we are. And loving ourselves is very important. Mm -hmm. I've learned that at like later on in life, but you probably already know that stuff. But loving yourself and yeah, that's really amazing. Cool. Oh my gosh. Thank you. I do have a couple other questions that we prompted you with. So I want to make sure to get that. Oh yeah. Um, what was your experience like um, during COVID? You did some kind of cool, compassionate things. Yeah. So I started my... No, which is now a nonprofit organization called Imaginations to Creation. Of course, it's you did. making a positive impact. Yeah. At the time, it wasn't a nonprofit, <laughs> but now it is. And it's my Facebook page, also the name. And I created a lot of art on diversity and inclusion during the COVID times. Great. And I sold that art and the proceeds I got from it, I donated 100% to organizations that support the homeless and low-income families. And so far, I've been able to donate a little over $20,000 of my money raised to these organizations. Jeez. <laughs> Sindhu, you could be, you could have a lot of money in your bank account right now, <laughs> yeah. but you donated a lot. Where does that come from? I mean, your parents are fun. They seem pretty awesome. Like, where does that heart come from? Well, ever since I was little, whenever I drove through downtown Spokane, seeing the homeless would really hurt me. Like, I would close my eyes just so it would, like, disappear in the moment for me. But after I grew up, I kind of realized closing my eyes is only making the problem disappear for me, not for anyone else. So as I grew up and during the COVID time, we had a lot of time at our hands and I was pretty bored. So I decided to do something good with my time. So I started to get good at art. Wow. And then I started teaching class. I taught over 500 art classes during that COVID time. And these are free, most of them. And the ones that I did charge were just a $10 nominal fee. And those are summer camps, which I also donated that money to organizations. Mm. But um, throughout that time, I was making money and doing art and all sorts of this other stuff, which um, later helped me um, do more in the community and make a difference. Like one of my art pieces, Everyone is Loved Here, is in mm. 20 different locations in Idaho, Washington, and like New York in oh, total. Wow. And um, it's especially targeted for schools because ever since school started opening up with um, in-person school, I noticed a lot of students struggled with the sense of belonging as it's hard to make friends during that online school right. time. So um, to address this, I created this artwork and it's in my school, um, the high school wow. that I'm going to go to, different schools that and I have a grant by Spokane Arts to install these in schools. That's awesome. So did you do art before COVID? Kinda. Not necessarily. Yeah. Like I I was always had a passion for it. Like when I was little, like in first grade, second grade, every year on my birthday, I would make like one yeah. art video. Like it would be origami or knitting or just all sorts of different arts and craft stuff. And I was just like once a year sort of thing teaching them. But I've always kind of had a passion for it. And ever since the COVID hit, I had a lot of time at my hand. I want to do something good with this. So that's when I started. Wow. Honestly. And then you just taught yourself to do art. And then you yeah. taught others to do art. Good kind of attracts good. Mm -hmm. And shining light brings more light. 
So we all kind of need to do that. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. What would you say to other creatives um, or people that maybe don't even know what they want to do, but how would you, yeah. What would you say to other creatives to inspire them? So I never like really had this whole like talent for art. I eventually got good at it and I kept practicing. So it's not like I was just automatically good. I still had to never give up and keep trying. And sometimes I would just stay up all night trying to perfect a drawing that I was trying to do so I could teach it the next day and make it good for my um, viewers. But um, you should never give up on your dreams. Even if you don't know what they are yet, you need to try different things. And just not be afraid that, oh, I might be bad at this or I, that I won't be good at that because you never know unless you try it. And if I wouldn't have spent my time doing art in the COVID-19 pandemic, I don't think I would be where I am today. Wow. So you should never give up on your dreams, no matter what other people say, regardless of anyone's opinion. You should always do what you want to do at heart. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. I keep thinking about... um because it's present right now, artificial intelligence and writing and creating images, it's doing all these things. And I wonder um, now, um, are we going to be doing things that actually just bring us joy without producing? Like we're finding things that we actually love to do without trying to get paid for it. I mean, that's kind of what you're doing, right? Like you're finding something that you actually really love to do, art, and you're raising money to give it away. And you're not getting paid for it. And I just wonder if we're going to experience a little bit more of that. Because I think there's a lot of doom and gloom sometimes. But like you said, can't judge a book by the cover. You got to flip the script. Yeah. Yeah. And you've been able to do that in your life. Flip the script. Wow. Oh, because I can still remember times when I was a kid um, where I was made fun of and how that affected me and sometimes still does. Um, and letting go of that stuff is just vitally important to our health, mm-hmm. our well-being and everything. So in a, a world of social media and comparison, like Sindhu, what do you do mm-hmm. as a teenage girl, 14 years old? What do you do to, yeah, with, yeah, in the social media kind of world? Um, yeah, it's really easy, especially on social media, to compare yourself to someone else or compare what you've done to other people. Mm. And it's easy to bring you down, but you should never compare yourself with others. Cause like I said, there's always gonna be people that have more or less than you. You just need to be happy and grateful for what you have because you can always grow from that too. If you're not very good at something in your mind, then you can keep practicing, keep trying, you'll get better. You can always rewrite and change the narrative. Oh, you can, you need to trademark that phrase. You can always rewrite and change the narrative. No matter if you're a 14 year old or a 14 year old or a 42 year old man, um, we still have a story to live out. And it's interesting how our story, um, like looking back on life, you're, you you can look back at with, I think Tichnock Han talks about this where he said you can look back in the past and it acts more like a depression, and the future can lead to anxiety. So really, all we have is kind of the present moment. Thanks for sharing this present moment with us. Thank you. Yeah. Like what is making you like come alive? What do you, what are you doing right now that you're just so jazzed about that you get like goosebumps and yeah. Well, helping people has always been something I wanted to do in my heart. Yeah. And career-wise, I'm not really sure what I want to be or do when I grow up, but I know that I want to continue to help others and that I still want to make a difference in people's lives. 
because there might be people who are struggling right now and just helping them in the slightest way can really change their life and you don't know the impact you make on others lives so i just want to continue to help people and make a difference because it can really change their life yeah that's awesome the big and the little things like they all mean something mm-hmm. like a sunset with your family is as meaningful as a brand new car brand new car would be nice but honestly those memories i just treasure hammocking with my girls like those are memories that i, I think they're going to remember more than the things that i give them the mm-hmm. tangible things yeah what um would you tell a young sindhu i mean you're young but like what would you tell that four-year-old that was on the playground that was told to not kids to not play with them it breaks my heart as a uh, as a human being and it should break everybody's heart um but what would you tell that kid well i would tell her to not care that much mm. about what other people think in a negative way and just keep pushing forward do what you want to do don't let others opinions affect you because if you do let that happen then you're letting them write your life, write your yeah. story, and you need to be the one writing your own story because you're the author and you need to make those changes and rewrite those written lines in your story and make a difference in your own life. Before you help others and love others, you need to love yourself first. That's really where it comes from. Gosh, I could tell, yeah, that, that you need to hear that message. And I want to tell you that message too, that um, you are so valuable. And so worthy um, and keep following your dreams. There's an energy in here, man. I got goosebumps <laughs> because you're a force. And um, and if ever you need to be reminded of the wonderful force that you are in this world, come back to this office, sit in this chair, and we'll do another episode because um, those things shape us um, and they can define us if we let them yes. is what I'm hearing yeah. from you. Yeah. Oh, that's so great. Have you heard about what we do at the end? We do some rapid fire questions. They're yes and no questions, which I don't love because of the dualism, because I think there's a lot of gray and things, but it's like peanut butter and jelly and peanut butter and honey and and stuff like that. So are you ready for the rapid fire questions? Oh my gosh. Here we go. Okay. Pineapple on pizza. Yes or no? No. Okay. That's the first time we've disagreed. Okay. Um, peanut butter and jelly or peanut butter and honey? Peanut butter and jelly. Okay. Me too. Um, let's go with seasons, summer or I'm going to do a tricky one, summer or spring? Summer. Okay. Um, flip flops or tennis shoes or bare feet? Flip flops. Okay. Love it. All right. Favorite TV show right now? The Vampire Diaries. All right. Favorite movie right now? The Greatest Showman. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That's the the show. This is me. I, like, cry when I hear that song because, like, oh, she's reminding herself who she is. Um, And then I got one joke for you. Um, Knock, knock. Who's there? The kid next door. (laughs) The kid. You're the kid next door, Sindhu. Um, I'm going to give you the last word. What would you like to say to the world in one yeah, final closing statement? Bum, bum, bum. 
Never give up on your dreams. Be who you are. Don't let others define you because there's always going to be people out there who want to pull you down, but you cannot let them. And you need to get back up and never give up and be persistent because good things will be coming your way. This is The Kid Next Door. The Kid Next Door is a production of Generation Alive, a nonprofit that is activating youth to lead with compassion. To find out more about the work we do and why we do it, visit generationalive.org.